When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because I refuse to not be first. Do we do enough? Well, I never shut up, Barry. And it must have been about 17, 16, 17. We nicked their guilt wins. Right, the bouncer's guilt wins. This is no good for me. That's the reality. If you want the honest truth, and I see it every day. <laughs> this is Coogan Cassius for RFL TV. <laughs> Do you know, can I, do you know what, I'm not going to say anything. Can you just expl- explain exactly what what just occurred? And we are going to put in some footage which we have obtained from your security cameras here. Eddie. So, um, you phoned me last night, or, yeah, saying, no, can we do a bit today? I'm like, on what? Like, I didn't even have a show. You want me to give my opinion on the show the weekend, whatever, just obviously you know, deliver some views for your channel. I thought, it's 30 degrees or it's 28 degrees, let's do it outside. Um, We came outside, a lot of the team were having lunch outside and I got a chair. Like the chairs that are up there, they've been around for a few years, no one really sits on them, they're just sort of scattered about. So I picked a chair up, I walked down the hill I positioned the chair where I thought would be a great place for the interview. I sat down, I crossed my legs and went straight through the chair, which is now over there in about 36 pieces. Obviously, everyone who was sitting outside having lunch just started laughing. I looked up at the main office, everyone's looking through the window laughing. Before I could even count to 20, they've already got the footage on CCTV. Yeah, and obviously, as part of this new men's health campaign, it wasn't the best feeling. But we're in a sturdy chair, and it's 28 degrees, and we're ready to go. But one of them moments. Um, yeah, and I was right there, and uh, yeah, it, it was quite a moment to be honest with you. I said, I felt... like, it just goes to show you now that actually you can't get away with anything, because I looked up at everybody sitting outside, and no one was filming, and I thought, what a result! No one's got that on camera. 
and then within 20 seconds they've got the whole thing. And you're going to post it later. Well, well I'm going to post it. I apologise, but you know, it reminds me of when you was on that um, that yacht with Frank and you were doing that dance topless. What's that got to do? I'm just saying, it just reminds me of one of them. <laughs> Moments that you're gonna think. How long is this interview gonna be? Oh, anyway, anyway. Okay. Because you hold on a second. Can you just? Because I'm not happy with the position of this. Wait. I'm not happy. Do you talk to him, Hi, everybody. This is Eddie Hearn, live from the Matchroom HQ. We've got about one more week to go before we fly out and start a huge run of events live on the zone around the world. About a great few weeks. I would like to say I got myself in great condition, but I just sat through and broke in a chair just by literally sitting on it. How are we getting on? All right. I, I just, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're all right. Okay. okay, Edward. All right, let's roll straight into it. I know you've got better things to be doing than uh, reviewing a fight that had nothing you, to do with you. Can we explain that I don't call you and go, I want to do an interview. I want I want to get my face out. You, you harass me. For an interview, I end up giving my opinion on stuff that has a lot of the time nothing to do with me and upsetting people. Can we just confirm that? Yeah, and what I will also confirm, yesterday I only had to ring you twice before you picked the phone up, which I was quite surprised about, to be honest with you. What are you even doing? No, but I know. I know, but half oh, left. fucking liberty. It's an absolute liberty. Do you know the weird thing is, if you give me an opportunity to come on a Sunday, I would have been oh, straight no. round there, you know? But anyway, okay, let's let's talk about it. Um, you didn't pick uh, Eubank in the end. Um, in fact, when you originally spoke about it, when it was called, you kind of questioned questioned the fight even being kind of a big fight or whatever. But there, there was some intrigue. I said this to you. There was some intrigue, especially after Chris Eubank's comments about um, the elbow, etc. But... Um, first of all, yeah, let's talk about Liam Smith first of all. Um, obviously, he addressed the weight situation. Um, looked like he went over at some point uh, on his ankle, um, but it wasn't the Liam Smith that we were expecting. It was really weird. I mean, when I say no one really called for a rematch, when you get stopped in, was it three rounds? Like four rounds? You know, generally, people aren't clambering for the rematch in a fight that was, you know, a little bit of a pick-em fight the first time around. Um, let's talk about Liam Smith first before we talk about Eubank, because I think he does deserve a lot of props, and we, we keep doing this every time there's a fight. We talk about what happened to the other guy, a bit like Errol Spence against Crawford, although slightly different level. We start talking about Errol Spence and the weight and the car crash, and rather than talking about the brilliance of Terence Crawford. So I think we need to give Eubank a lot of props, but Liam was weird. Like, I didn't know anything about the problems he'd been having for the weight. Um, it's his own fault. He'll know that. Um, I've got to give him unbelievable props, Liam, because he's a tough bastard. And he wouldn't want to give the excuse to the legs, but he didn't have any legs the whole fight. Like, I looked at his legs in round one. You know, when he started sort of going over on him, I said, what on earth is wrong with his legs? And he has got a- ankle problems, and he does do that sometimes in fights where he tries to kind of roll his ankles to get him going. But I've never seen him like that. I've never seen his legs so dead. And he was awful, awful. But he was also very brave. Like, And Joe and those boys had a tough job in the corner because really they knew he couldn't win the fight. And at what point, he wasn't really taking loads of punishment, but he was still getting hit much more than he would be expected to get hit. So 
Um, I think he's really dropped the ball, to be honest with you. And I love Liam and I love the Smiths, but I, if you want to be honest, like he's he's really messed up because he should have been a big favourite going into that fight and you can't operate at the top level and put on or what he said he had to lose 45, 50 pounds or something like that. You just you can't you can't be doing that. Um, I think he probably got pushed into some dates and probably didn't let the injury recover or give himself enough time. But anyway, <coughs> it was what it was. His legs weren't right and he made it easy work for Eubank who boxed really well, boxed really smart. You could even see on the scales Eubank looked totally different this time around. Obviously knew he had to win. Bomac was a, probably a breath of fresh air in the corner as well. Eubank boxed nice behind the jab. I thought mentally looked in a much better place. I don't know him, but I think that was pretty much there for everybody to see. Um, and I thought Eubank boxed really well. And, and, you know, despite the injuries and the weight and everything, he still had to go out there and do a job. And he got it done. And it was a massive night for him, really, because at that stage in your career, you lose that fight, you may be done. And it's funny how one win can open up the floodgates to massive paydays and massive fights and that's what he's done yeah a huge pressure for Eubank uh, going into that fight because like I said back to back losses against Liam Smith I'm saying that you had to have retired off the back of that but it's not leaving Eubank in a great situation um, you saw his reaction afterwards it was almost a sense of relief as well uh, and almost a kind of fuck you to everyone because he was not to say he was written off but there were obviously a lot of people um, that were picking Liam Smith um, to repeat that win yeah yeah, I think he was pretty much written off. I didn't expect him to. I, I thought the fight would be a much better fight. I thought it would go to points, but you can't really... No one knows how it would have played out if it was a fit Liam Smith. But it doesn't matter. It wasn't a fit Liam Smith. It's not Eubank's fault. He, he beat what was in front of him and he done it well. Oh. Right, Wait, you need to go over on that chair. I need to come closer in because it's right. Um, OK. Uh, did you watch the rest of the show? Dave Allen, what did you think? Uh, Fraser Clark, did you watch that fight? Yeah, I saw... Um, what fights did I see? I saw Michaela Meyer. Saw uh, Jack Cullen, who I was delighted for. Thought that was a great win for him. Shows you how good Diego Pacheco is because that was really one-sided and Jack really chuffed for him to win the British title. Um, Fraser Clark, Adam Azim. I mean, I don't like... I don't really want to comment. I mean, just, it's like I'm hating if I say anything negative, do you know what I mean? But well, I'm asking you the question, so... Um, Fraser. I love Fraser. I think he's a gentleman. Just... It's not it's not a performance that's showing me and actually, you know, I have to say that I think his team did a really good job pulling him out of that purse bid because he's not he's just not at the level, he's not he's not ready yet. Doesn't mean to say he's he's not a promising young prospect. But Dave's kinda of there to survive a little bit and um I thought Dave Allen done alright, so you know, he sort of Fraser was probably lucky not to get disqualified. Adam Azim. I don't know why that's co-main event. Um, he's a good young talent, miles off being ready for anything serious. But great young prospect. I think 10 rounds would be 
a really good education for him. I thought both fights were pretty lacklustre. Um, but Fraser, Fraser just, I don't know. I think I think more up here with Fraser. I, don't know. I think he's got to stop worrying about what people say. I know he got booed into the ring. Um, I think he needs a little bit of work up here, Fraser. But he's a good fighter. And Adam Azim is a very good fighter, but a long way off. Like, you know, I would expect Dalton Smith and that, those guys to deal with him very comfortably at the moment. But a young man and a good good prospect. So, someone who was present at fight night uh, was Conor Ben, um, and obviously you took the opportunity on social media to, uh, you know, put out that bit of bait again. But it's, it, suddenly, again, it's we're swaying towards wanting that fight again. But then, yeah. before that, if he'd lost, by the way, would you? Is that yeah. fight still would have been irrelevant? I said, I said to Calla, I text Calla, I think on the morning, and I said, please win. Or lose well. Do you know what I mean? Because the Eubank fight, if he lost well, the Eubank-Ben fight, big fight. If he won, which he did, Eubank-Ben fight, absolutely huge. Huge. And I've just now got to the point where I look at all these people criticising within the industry. All taking the piss, not even putting their hand in their pocket to test. And when people aren't testing... Then they're coming out, some of the media, and saying, oh, it doesn't matter, there's UK. I mean, they, they, and I just think to myself, we might as well just move forward now and fuck what people think because no one's looking at it with a clear head anyway. Um, so we're going to try and make that fight and we're going to meet this week. Eubank's got options, Connor's got options, but let's be honest, that's the biggest fight for both of them by a mile. And it's. Now, I saw you boys put out a poll the other day. Is that fight bigger than AJ against Fury? Not in my opinion. But I'll tell you what, it ain't, it ain't a bad second. And it's a close second. It's an absolute monster. And we will be doing everything we can to make that fight. OK, let's just kind of talk about Conor Ben's current situation because we're, what, the 5th today of September. I mean, you spoke about possible plans to put him on the Orlando card or possibly your card on the 30th. Um, obviously, that was ball-dependent, but time's ticking away for that. And it's just important now for Connor just to get in the ring, surely, now. It's yeah, like... I think so. I mean, I think, firstly, we're having conversations, decent communications with the board, about Connor boxing on September the 30th, of which they haven't rejected. Um, and those conversations are ongoing. Um he has the option, he's licensed in America and he's not suspended anywhere and the board are happy for him to fight in Orlando, they're not going to object to it, they're not going to say he can't fight because they can't because he's not suspended and he's been cleared of his suspension um, so that's an option as well um, so ideally we would like him to fight before he goes into that huge fight which will be in December he will go into that fight straight off the bat but he hasn't boxed for over a year and a half now so, you know, a, a 10 or, you know, he won't want an 8, but, you know, some, I've, I, it doesn't even have to be a big fight of any magnitude. Just go out there and dust the cobwebs off before you have a, a career-defining fight, and that's something that we'll have to decide this week. Just to come back to testing, I know you love talking about testing. Bored of talking about testing. I know, but it gets spoken about every week, which means that someone said tank, so we're asking you about etc. But, obviously... 
Um, like Ben Shalom was asked a question about whether there was VADA testing for last week's fight, which his re- reply to to Andy at IFL was uh, that was confidential, but there is testing. That's the comments that he made. So, but is it coming to a point where literally you got Frank's like on at you about testing? You're like coming back with saying, then Ben Shalom saying something about you're testing, all, you're and all, you're all you're all fucking useless. Sorry about my language. I'm not even talking about promoters. I'm talking about you lot. Sri Lankans? They're <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. No, I like Sri Lankans. How can you let someone answer a question, right? Is there VADA testing for Eubank Smith? I'll give you the answer. No. If there is, it's on VADA's Twitter. They announce everybody that's enrolled in the programme. There was no VADA testing for Eubank against Ben uh, Smith. Understand this. It's a pay-per-view event. Absolute joke. You wouldn't pay the 30 grand. So don't talk to me. Don't make comments. Don't, you couldn't lace my boots. Put your hand in your pocket and make the sport safer. And please don't ever rely on, oh, there's UCAD testing. How many times was Liam Smith tested? How many times was Eubank tested? Look at the stats of how many British fighters are actually being tested under that random programme from UCAD. All right, Liam Smith might have been tested once, twice. If he signs up for VADA, he's tested an extra six times across the camp. And then you've got Simon Jordan going, oh, well, you know, if it's between UCAD and VADA, I'd go with UCAD every time. Shut up. You do both. You talk about wanting to make the sport safer. You're all complete hypocrites. It's unbelievable. And you lot, the media, you let you don't even let him answer the question. Do you have testing for this? Um, it's confidential. No, it's not. It's public knowledge on Vada's social pages. The testing results are confidential. Not to answer a question of, is there testing? And Andy, who works for you, should know better. Oh, is there Vada testing? Oh, well, the testing's confidential. All right, OK, we'll move on. No, we'll move on. It's not confidential. It, just want to know, Ben, is there Vada testing? No. No, there's not. You know, Frank Warren, he don't pay for VADA testing. And they'll all rely on UCAD. If there was just UCAD testing, yeah, um, Conor Ben would never have failed a test. Robert Hellanius would have never have failed a test. Dillian White may never have failed a test. So you, you're criticising that we are finding, or fighters on our shows are testing positive but yet we're the only one doing testing. It's mental. Mental. So that's why I say about the Conor Ben thing, I can't be asked anymore. All of those people, they all talk shit. And they ain't got the money to just try and put their money where their mouth is. 30 grand for a pay-per-view. Sky should be saying to, to the promotional company, is there VADA testing for this event? You know? Broadcasters should be insisting on it. But how can you not have VADA testing for a pay-per-view event? And then when you get asked a question, go, ah, oh, no, what it is, it's confidential. No, it's not. No, is the answer. You didn't want to pay the 30 grand. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The, the point I was making anyway is that surely it's got to come to a point where all use lot, as in promoters, are singing off the same hymn yeah, sheet. Yeah. Everybody should be VADA tested. UCAD, it's a great system. Nowhere near enough testing. The bigger fights, again, maybe three times during a camp or maybe sometimes once, sometimes twice, you have to put the additional layer of testing in. We have to pay for it. If you want to make this sport cleaner... If you want to, but you are going to have more of a, can we just make that clear? The more you test, the more adverse findings you're going to have. So, we're doing it. Do you use, do you use free at, at points? No. Never. No, you, so you wouldn't use drug free and no, then no. VAD around no, UK. No, 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 no. I mean, drug free sport, same lab, same procedure, everything. Cost less. But for the smaller shows, obviously, if you, if you can implement an extra layer of testing that way, no problem. But what we're doing at the moment is speaking to Varda. I mean, we are making sure that every event, Upatara against Thompson, um, um, Linares against Catterall, you just saw, every event Varda testing now. Because it's the only way to stop people going on. But you better be doing the same. And I'll be insisting on it. And if you ain't, I'm going to call you out every fight night you don't have Varda testing. So, better get your money out, boys. It's going to be an expensive process. But you called it on, so off we go. Okay. Um, when's, the next, when's the next show? Caroline Dubois? September 30th? Yeah? Uh, yeah, like um, the breakthrough week. show. Yeah. That's the, the boxer's next show, yeah. I think, yeah. VADA testing. I want to know, is there VADA testing for that show? Because there will be fighters on that card that are not being tested. Caroline Dubois, Shane McGuigan, who will want VADA testing, yeah. should be saying to their promoter... This opponent that I've got from Mexico or Argentina, I want to make sure she's tested. Because if it's just you, Ked, she will not be tested other than fight night. So let's make sure you guys, all the media outlets, ask the question, September 30th, is there VADA testing? So the testing for your show on the 30th will involve UCAD and, and VADA. And VADA. Yeah, UCAD and VADA. Your show for Birmingham that you did uh, recently... Who was involved in that? that UCAD is, and that was just UCAD. Okay. That was before the process. UCAD. Isn't that the same? Isn't that the same equivalent show to? Because that was before the situation with Hellenius and everything, and we made the decision moving forward, which we announced what two weeks ago, that we'll be having Varda now for all our shows, and we'll be instilling yeah. a new program across it. So now's the time to make sure that we do it. And that was a, a next gen show, but people want to criticise, and obviously a pay per view show didn't have testing there. Whatever. Let's just make sure every show now has VADA testing. That's so the way I think it should with, be. With the VADA testing, like the cost of it, does it uh, make a difference on what the actual fight is? Is it 30 grand 
yeah, roughly, yeah, yeah, rough, yeah. roughly um, for each fight. So th- this is going to be the interesting thing. No, but obviously, look, I'm not saying that you have to test every four and six rounder and eight rounder that's on the card. You need some kind of random program for the card, and you need a solid set of of testing for that main event. So, for instance, Opatar against Thompson, world title fight. First, absolutely. Barter testing. Right? Even Catrol Alarm is not a world title fight, but Barter testing. And that's costing a lot of money. That's 60000 for two fights. It's going to cost an absolute fortune. But you called for it. You want it. Don't criticise us. Simon Jordan, those kind of people. No, no. You, so you're telling us now, UCAD's fine. Yeah? So you're happy now that we don't do VADA testing. Just UCAD. Please let me know now because it's going to save me half a million quid. Or do you want more testing to make sure that people are actually getting tested and getting tested properly throughout the whole camp? Or do you just want it to be the Wild West? You let me know. Well, I suppose that's a fair comment. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what, what people do. I don't... Well, wait, do well, some might follow suit. They won't. They won't. They'll go, oh, we've got UK testing. I get it. But, you know, but the fact is... UCAD are not testing enough through the whole period, un- unless it's a big, big fight. Like, I don't know the exact stats. Um, Connor against Eubank, three, I think four times during his camp with UCAD. Josh, AJ, about the same. Other fights that we do, maybe not even one. Like, you saw Eubank, and people, when I think Ben Shalom says, oh, it's, it's, it's a waste of time testing on fight week because you don't get the results. And then everybody posts a sample of Eubank getting tested the day before the fight, going, oh, tested, clean sport. That sample could be positive. You don't get to find out. <coughs> but apparently that's a waste of time. But it's okay when UCAD are doing it. And that might be the only time he's been tested in camp. When he was abroad, I bet he weren't being tested by UCAD. Well, no, he wasn't. You don't ask a question, though, do you? You don't go to Liam Smith. How many times do you get tested in camp for this fight? What about you, Chris? They'll tell you, by the way, if you asked. But you didn't ask, did you? I didn't interview uh, Liam or Chris before the fight, so... Yeah. You are IFL. Okay, point taken. Um, okay, let's move on from there. What can you tell us? Give us some like positive heavyweight news. Come on. Nothing, really. There hasn't been a lot happening in the last couple of days, to be honest. Um, I believe... Saudi representatives are summer over this week. Is it in Fury and Ghana this week? Presser. Yes, that is, I believe, on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Um, talks ongoing. We are still in the same position of a January fight for that fight. If we don't conclude that fight and they talk about moving it to February or March, we will probably fight in December. Wilder's talking about fighting in October. It's already September now. Um, so, yeah, nothing since we went with our last interview, Wednesday, Thursday. Nothing more to report. But Joshua is determined that he wants to fight this year. Um, no, he, he will wait to fight Wilder in January. If, if it's January, yeah, but if, if it's it anything starts, past yeah, then. Yeah, if it starts going on. He, like, he's training now. He wants to fight in December. If they turn around and said, let's do the Wilder fight in December, he'd do it. But, obviously... 
everybody talks like it's happening, but until it's happening, it ain't on. And until it's on, we'll keep our options open for December. But ideally, we'd like to just go straight into the world of fight. Do you think he needs uh, another fight? Not really. Not really. I think... Considering that he was obviously looking at Dillian White, that level for this kind of fight was meant to have, then it was obviously Hellenius. I think you're going to end up seeing the best of him in the bigger fights. So, and I think the reality is if he did have another fight, it would be of the level of Dillian, Hellenius, you know, that those kind of level. Um, would that get the best out of him? I don't, I don't think it, w- it wouldn't be beneficial, but I don't think it would necessarily change the result of the Wilder fight. Okay. Um, you mentioned about Jack Cattrall, who obviously takes on uh, Linares uh, on the 21st, that is, of October. What, what is the plan, obviously, coming through that fight, obviously... There's still this talk of like the Taylor rematch, etc., etc. It's roasting. But what what is? That's what we want. Yeah, we want. Look, the the plan for Jack is to get him in a position to fight for the world title, unquestionably. Um. However, we also appreciate that the fight with Josh Taylor is a huge fight. Josh, obviously not our fighter, but from reading between the lines, wants to move up in weight. I think he would be happy to fight Jack at a catch weight. I've spoken to Carl Moretti at top rank about that fight. They're definitely willing to entertain it. We need to provide them with some numbers and an offer to make that fight happen in January or February. And I would like to make that fight. I think it's a huge fight. I think it's a great fight. But he must deal with Linares first. I know people say, oh, Linares is you know, getting towards the end of his career and stuff like that. He's putting everything into his camp. This is a dangerous fight for Jack Catchell. And if he comes through... Listen, if we could announce in the ring his next fight. Obviously, he wants Regis Progray. It looks like he'll fight Devin Haney. So if there's no world title opportunity, the next best thing for Jack Cattrall is Josh Taylor. And we'll do everything we can to make that. Just uh, picking this back up. Who wins? Tony Bellew or Ara Davis? A little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm quite interested in what happened, actually. Yeah, yeah. Liam, Tony's quite big on um, people who choose not to continue in a fight. You know what I mean? So, obviously. And he's backing his fellow scouser in Liam Smith as well. But he also gave Eubank props. I think that's important. Like, it wasn't, that wasn't the real Liam Smith in there. But Eubank boxed really well. Got himself in great shape and delivered when, when he had to deliver, when he had to really save his career. Interesting. I think they've been around each other anyway, Bellew and O'Hara. Um, yeah. yeah. Indeed. Um, did you see that... Uh, I only saw that, actually, before I come here. That, uh, Bomac got arrested at the airport for a possession of a, a firearm. Which is horrendous in terms of the return to the UK. Mm. Point. So I'm not sure how that will play out. But, yeah, not the best. Yeah, don't know all the facts, but that's what was uh, reported. Right, so your 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 show's now pretty much for the next what six weeks done. You've not really gone into November apart from Taylor, Taylor and uh, uh, Cameron so, rematch. Yeah, so next week we go to Mexico, uh, Fierro for the Mexican Independence Weekend. Great card, Erica Cruz, um, Fed Pacheco, Sky Nicholson for the interim world title as well. The week after that, the 23rd, we're in Orlando for a great card. Zapida against Hitchens, 
massive fight for Sandy Ryan for the unified world titles against Jessica McCaskill, Amo Williams against Steve Rolls. Um, then the 30th, we've got the World Cruiserweight Championship in London. Uh, Jordan Thompson against Jay Apatai, Ellie Scottney defending her world title, Chef Clark in a big step up as well. Then we go October 7th, massive fight, Lee Wood against Josh Warrington, Sheffield Arena, October 14th, 15th, could be the weekend off, it's KSI as well against Tommy Fury. Um, October the 21st, we're in Liverpool, Jack Cattrall against Jorge Linares. The 28th, we're going to announce a massive world title fight in Mexico coming up. Um, November the 4th, Monaco will be announced in due course. November the 11th could be in Newcastle. November the 18th is Diego Pacheco in Los Angeles. November the 25th is Chantel Cameron against Katie Taylor. And then December the 2nd and the 9th is, looks like, Dimitri Bivol one of those dates. And also Conor Ben against Chris Eubank Jr., hopefully. And December 16th, Sonny Edwards against Bam Rodriguez. So one weekend off, which is October 15th, which may not be a weekend off, from next week all the way till Christmas. And it looks like we'll have to do a show on December 23rd as well because I just don't think we can cram everything in. So, sorry, just coming back to your, your great schedule, um, which you slipped in uh, the, the hope of Ben and, and Newbank in there. It will be Ben, but Ben and Newbank. But have you, have you put a date aside for Connor? Have you got a venue and a date aside for Connor to fight regardless? Oh, yeah. no, not in December, no. But the plan is we've got, we've got venues in mind for that date but obviously this week we'll sit down with Calla and we'll talk about that fight there's a lot of international demand for that fight I want that fight to happen in the UK but we could take that fight into that especially now after the weekend like you know that fight nearly happened in Abu Dhabi now with what happened last weekend it's massive so that fight for me will happen if we can do it in the UK fantastic Mad that you might go as late as twenty third. Have to, yeah. because we got. Also, you have any? What if Joshua fights? Yeah. What if we don't do the Wilder fight till February or March, and he chooses to fight in December? Like, and we've got so many other fights, and I haven't even given you Regis against Haney. That'll be second or the ninth of December, probably now, or November the week, the week before. I don't know how. You know, we need more weekends. Who do we ask for more weekends? I don't know. You used to be able to buy the weather, mate. <laughs> Bring back fight camp. Do you know what? Mate, honest, honestly. sitting where the ring is in fight camp. One of the great events of all time. That little Pete Scaff was over there. Up the back, the VIP tent with a DJ. But did you prefer that or did you prefer when it was a complete lockdown? Uh, no, I just love fight camp. Yeah, but you remember fight camp one was no yeah. one here. Uh, that was pretty, like... But, yeah, because that was... Hang on a minute. Let me just write this out. Fight Camp 1 is when Dylan White got knocked out by yeah. Povetkin. Yeah, that was weird, that. Harper Jonas. That was Edmonton weird. Edmonton Cheeseman. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but you don't really want to ruin the garden again, do you? You said you, was, you could have done it somewhere else or no, thought about yeah, doing it. This is the HQ. This is home. It's a lot of ag, though, isn't it? Loads of ag. Unbelievable ag. Costs a fortune. But when you look back at the pictures and you realise we, we did something no one else could have ever dreamed of and made that happen here during lockdown. No, it was good. I did actually like fight camp. Right, Edward. Cheers, old boy. Going to let you crack on. Have you just got any words to encourage people to have a nice day or a week? Or <laughs> have a nice day. Um, just some sort of positivity. Are, my words are, is this. 
Control the things you can control. Right? I was doing something earlier talking about, you know, obviously I just broke a chair, but men's health, right? They were talking about sleep. My sleep's terrible. I'm trying to create a better environment to sleep, but ultimately sleep is something that you can't necessarily control. Do you understand? What you can control is going to the gym, eating well, and working hard. You can control those things. There is no excuse for not doing those things. And I'm going to get you on this boy as well. Because I promise you, you will improve your life by doing all those things. Not the working hard bit, because you work, you work very hard. But going to the gym and eating well, I promise you, your life will improve. Right? But they control the things, sorry to you know, bring you into it, but control the things you can control. And don't make excuses. There's no excuse for not exercising, getting out. There's no excuse for not working as hard as you can. There's no excuse for not trying to eat well. So, but don't beat your, but don't beat yourself up about things, day by day. And if you didn't get to the gym today and you thought you would, guess what? When you wake up tomorrow, you got another fucking chance. You know, I'm absolutely flying at the moment. Honestly, flying. Like I'm in a. I've had a couple of weeks with no show. I can't wait to get back to the shows. Every week now till Christmas. Just bring it on. Work me to the bone. Grind me to the floor. Run me on empty. You watch me fly over these next 14 weeks. Get up! That's because I've been watching The Furies on Netflix. All right. Okay. Um, all right, Eddie, listen, appreciate your time as always. We will see you, I don't know when, I think your next show that we'll be at will be the 30th of um, September. But you've got your show in Mexico, obviously, oh, beforehand. Yeah. And Orlando. Oh, yeah. Cool, you're, you're actually busy, actually. Yeah. I was just only looking to the one in the UK. But, yes, okay. Edward, thank you very much, and uh, God bless, mate. See you soon, boy. Because I refuse to not be first. Do we do enough? Well, I never shut up about it. And it must have been about 17, 16, 17. Win it, they're guilting. Right, the bouncer's guilting. This is no good for me. That's the reality. If you want the honest truth, and I see it every day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.